Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Control. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the air. Control. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Now, your ride is about to begin. Control. Because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. And welcome to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Hello, everyone. It's Fred Staub and Les Jackson. We are glad you're along for the ride. we got a great hour coming up, don't we, Les? We do. Uh, as usual, lots of things going on in the industry. Uh, they don't take summer vacation in the, in the automotive manufacturing world. And... Lots of things happening, lots of uh, announcements. Yeah. We'll get to a bunch. Yeah, we will. And the first one is under pressure. What mm -hmm. put an end to a dealer's almost 100% markup on a new Z06 Corvette? They were doing this with a number of them, and uh, they've been stopped in their tracks. Well, uh, I hope it involves, you know, hitting them with a hammer. <laughs> probably not. Um, anyway, Honda, of all things, cuts its output by 40%. Now, this is interesting. Yep, uh, and it will affect the uh, Honda Civic, and we'll tell you why. It will. And it's been a while, but uh, we had to get back to it. As the Tesla turns, Elon Musk says, <laughs> rip off those side-view mirrors. Plus, yoke steering wheels are falling apart. And so-called full self-driving option gets a price increase. Also, the government warns, do not use your children to test the pedestrian safety system in, yes. uh, in uh, <laughs> Teslas. Apparently, yep. this has been happening on the, on the web. Yes, it has been happening. Have you seen the PSAs on TV? I have not, but... Uh, we, we've seen them here, obviously, because they want Congress to see them. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, look, don't trust this thing. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we'll talk about that. And uh, you're probably wondering how a new Nissan Z got destroyed before it ever left the dealer's lot. Yeah, this is not uh, not good. Yeah. Probably, I would say to that dealership, they should pick their employees very carefully and then monitor yeah. them. Oh yeah, I've got a driver's license. Yeah, I've, I've, uh, yeah, sure, I can handle that car. And sure, uh, there are Z markups <laughs> as well. Uh, we'll tell you about that high markups, and then also there's some talk that people need more than 400 horsepower in that Nissan Z, and they might just. They might just get it, so we'll... Uh, they might. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Uh, and then um, you have a talking tech segment, don't you? Absolutely. We're going to, this time, talk about how to charge your electric vehicle in 10 minutes. Or less. <laughs> it, 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 all it takes is a big wire uh, and, a, and a thunderstorm. <laughs> yes, it's called the Ben and Franklin little, way of charging. a little bit of nerve, but... 
Plus, I'm going to have an at-the-wheel of the all-electric Kia EV6 GT line. So stay tuned to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at CruiseControlRadio.com. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control. This is, you know, your on-air automotive magazine. And Fred and I just can't wait to meet this dealer. Um, this <laughs> I want to buy a, a lot of cars from him, a lot yeah. of cars. Fortunately, I don't go to Texas. So uh, <laughs> there's a Mack Hulk uh, Chevrolet in Houston Was uh, is one of those dealers that's uh, adding... <sighs> Uh, marketing, you know, it's like buying lobster market <laughs> price. Market price uh, determined and, by them. Yeah, and they decided for the Corvette Z06 uh, that they would add ninety thousand dollars, nine zero thousand dollars over MSRP. If you want one now, MSRP for this car vehicle, this vehicle less is. <laughs> About 106. Yeah, it's so, about 10, yeah, 106 to 110. Almost a 100% markup, right? So uh, I think that's obnoxious. I think that's a good word for, for doing that. And uh, apparently a lot of people um, saw, actually, uh, somebody put a contract uh, online for people to see with with the wording and the signature and all that and the uh, the internet local internet exploded yeah and uh, the worst thing that anybody doing something nefarious or stupid can possibly get is to become famous <laughs> uh, or infamous to, <laughs> or infamous and this in this case that's what happened and Chevrolet got wind of it and uh, contacted Mac. You could imagine that when Chevrolet contacts you, you're you're probably in trouble. Yeah, it, it's like, hey, what's going on down there? You know. Yeah. Uh, but and, and if you would like any more Corvettes, right? You may want to change your your plan here. Yeah, and. So what happened was they had written a bunch of these. Of course, the car has not been released yet officially. And, um, you know, people had orders in and they, because of this internet pressure, they basically called up everyone that did the order and said, we'll sell it to you for MSRP. Yep. Hey, hey, it's your lucky day. You're saving almost $100,000. <laughs> Can you imagine that? And, and Okay, so dealers say, well, these other people are going to sell it and make the money. Why shouldn't we make it, right? First of all, well, people just don't like car dealers making money, <laughs> you know? Well, you know, they're, they're at MSRP, they're making plenty of money. Yeah, but they want to make the hand hands are a little bit bigger going into the pie than whatever they make on it. You know, now Chevrolet has kind of dealt with this from both sides, from both the sellers, the dealers and the buyers. 
In January, they sent out a warning to its dealer network stating that markups were not acceptable. The dealers probably laughed that off. But uh, following that, they introduced a reward system for Z06 buyers to keep them from flipping the car if they kept it for 12 months. If they did, Chevy would reward them with My Chevrolet Awards members with 500,000 points, which works out to $5,000. The money could be spent on accessories and parts and servicing at any My GM Rewards participating dealership. And, wow. and in early August, they took the drastic step of warning owners that they could void the warranty if the car was sold within 12 months. On the dealer side, they took the approach of uh, allocation. Uh, the more high-end C8 Stingrays a dealer sold, the more Z06 they would receive. And uh, it just can't stop these dealers from doing it. I mean, I, I think I told you uh, we were talking a little bit before the show, and there was a study done if they just said, you know what, we're going to sell every car at MSRP, the dealers and we're not gonna we're not gonna do any discounts other than you know factory incentives if we'll ever see factory incentives again um and if they did that and didn't do these markups they would have made just as much money and now if if the if the industry decided to just sell everything at msrp they're gonna have to somewhat lower the msrp yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I really I don't think there are a lot. You know, the cars are still not going unsold, you know, so. That's true. Uh, I just couldn't do that. I couldn't pay $100,000 over the uh, the price on the sticker. But no, uh, I don't think no. I don't think anyone else should. I think eventually it would clear up. And uh, when the vehicles are a little bit more available, you'll be able to get them for MSRP. But, hey, when we come back, we're going to tell you about Honda. They have some of their supply chain problems, and they're cutting output by 40%. What does it all mean? We'll be right back. We are live every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Um, interesting reveal this week at uh, Corvettes at Carlisle. Comes from the folks over at Callaway. We were just telling you about uh, the fact that the um, Z06 is going for big money, 670 horsepower. And uh, what if you say, well, I want that kind of power, but I, I don't have that kind of money or I don't want to pay $100,000 over sticker? Well, the <laughs> folks over at uh, Callaway may have something for you. They showed off a triple-cooled supercharger system for uh, Corvette C8s. Um, it, we don't really know a lot about this, about power output. I have heard things from... 630, 650. Um, that's up from the 495 of the regular V8. And um, this could be something for people that don't want to go for the Z06, but want something a little extra. Having driven the yeah. C C8 less, uh, really, <laughs> it's got plenty of power, 495. 
Yeah, I, it doesn't really need any power, but other people always want more. <laughs> uh, and you figure Ligenfelter is probably doing the same. He sure thing. is. Yeah, Ligenfelter is doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, would you modify your new uh, C8 or just leave it the way it is? Uh, I'd leave it alone um, because it's it's more than enough to get me a ticket. <laughs> a big ticket or perhaps a, big ticket. a visit to a, uh, a hotel with bars on it. Yeah, the Gray Bar Hotel uh, is not as comfortable as it sounds. But and, But this is an option, I'll tell you. I've thought about having a C6, uh, you know, with a centrifugal supercharger that's right. hidden away and it doesn't look any different. Doesn't really sound different till you hit the throttle, but you've got a lot of horsepower. In that case, I think what they had 430, 430. And so you can. It was 430. You can, you can go up to 600. Yeah. And oh, the yeah. car will hold together to about 800 before. Parts and pieces start flying, but uh, yeah, nice system from Callaway. Uh, I'd love to hear more about it once they're they're doing some more testing. And uh, the cool thing would be not to tell anyone you got this under your hood. And what do you think it costs? Probably fifteen uh, to twenty. I don't know. It depends. You know, installed like um, like the centrifugal systems cost. I think between five and seven thousand dollars, and this is more of a root style. Um, so I don't know what this would cost. I would say about ten installed, probably. Yeah. So that's a pretty cheap Z06. It's a really cheap Z06, and it's one of the best things you can do for the street—a sleeper. They don't yeah. need to know any different, you know. So there you have it. All right. Well. We like talking about that, but Honda's got another problem. It's not power output. It's output of vehicles. It's output output. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're cutting their output by 40% in Japan due to supply disruptions, including production of the Honda Civic. Boy, that, that's got to hurt. But on the other hand, if they chose just to do it in Japan – um, is the Japan market a little more flexible? Uh, that I don't know. I don't, I um, can't say, obviously, I can't say. yeah, they don't want to alter, they don't want to, well, of course, the Civic is made here. Yeah, made in Ohio yeah. for a long time, right? So, uh, all they have to supply here are really are possibly engines. Yeah, uh. We pretty much make all the stuff here, don't we? They're still saying it's logistics due to COVID-19 and semiconductor well, shortages. When will this be over? Well, the long-range effects, I think, of you know, another five or six years for everything, not just cars. They have to. Um, I mean, they are building new factories, and obviously we know where most right. of the chips are built, and that is a kind of a – Situation we don't know which way it's going to go. How's that? Yeah, but it's other stuff. You know, it's 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 other components that are built all over the world. You know, you got stuff in Ukraine mm -hmm. uh, built, uh, wiring harnesses and and that's castings. right. Yeah, we did that. I think it was Volkswagen yeah. that said they build their wiring harnesses in the Ukraine, and um, <laughs> guess what? You're not going to be getting those. 
So yeah, it's uh, it's it's interesting, and we'll see how long it goes on on for. Yeah. No no word on if this is going to affect U.S., but we will see. It it shouldn't, but you know, you you don't know. Uh, I but I guess um, again, all of these problems um, just get expanded all around the world. Yeah yeah. All right. Well, uh, is it time? Is it time for As the Tesla Turns? Um, let me find the organ. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> we haven't Dun-da-da-da. done it As the Tesla Dun-da-da. Turns in a long time. We have not. Um, uh, Elon has been relatively quiet, but... He made up for it this week. He's, um, yes, he decided, uh, he, he forgot lost that sign on his door that says keep mouth closed <laughs> well uh he, he's still talking about the cyber truck and he mentioned <laughs> it has uh someone's right. likened it in one of the comments that i read in this article from carbos uh, it looks like a somebody built a body and put it on top of a silverado chassis the wheels and sort of the mirrors, the mirrors that he's showing the Cybertruck with, they look like they almost look like someone took them off a Jeep Wrangler and and kind of screwed them on there, you know. And he says, once you get that Cybertruck, you should just rip those mirrors off. You don't need them. And the Fed said, actually, you do. While you can modify yeah. the car, <laughs> you need rear view side rear view mirrors in many states to register the vehicle. That's correct. Um, it is interesting that you you can um, modify your car. Your dealer cannot modify your car. No. But you can as the owner. However, you have to not violate any state laws. Right. Inspection uh, or laws. federal laws if you're driving uh, interstate. That's right. You can modify your vehicle. You, you can, can take even, out the airbag. You can take out the airbag and that, but you can't say, well, I'm going to take off the bumpers and the headlights and drive around. Right. right. It won't, you won't pass inspection. So what they're saying here is while you can physically take them off, it's probably not a good idea, but it also, you, the vehicle may not pass inspection. So there they, there they go. Uh, Elon Musk I would say let's make the vehicle. So, <laughs> you know. Well, you know, first of all, Elon uh, has no business uh, advising people to to ignore uh, federal laws um, and and then expect to not suffer the consequences if somebody does what he said they could do and then they get in trouble. Yeah. I mean, he couldn't probably be found liable for that. You know, like it's still up to the person that took it off. And they, where's your, and you know, well, what? that's true. Yes. It would be great to have cameras to replace the side view mirrors and cause they look like big ears sticking out. Sure. It's great. But I'm, you can't drive without some kind of side view vision you know and most just because you don't look at your side view mirrors doesn't (laughs) mean a lot of people don't look at them yeah sadly they don't well let's continue on here before the break remember of course the yoke that yoke steering wheel on the model s 
Uh, it's found on the $135,990 Model S Plaid. You'll be glad to know the vegan leather they wrapped it in is falling off. <laughs> Chunks of it are falling off, uh, meaning that the part you touch the most in the car is disintegrating after yeah. about 4,000 miles. Quality right. control as so the Tesla turns. Obviously didn't uh, do heat gain studies with the closed nope. vehicle in the sun. Nope. But we'll have more as, <laughs> as the Tesla turns after this on Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control. We uh, we just can't stop talking about Tesla. <laughs> as it as it turns, baby. As it hey, listen, don't kill the messenger here. <laughs> um, speaking of killing, uh, don't oh. use the, <laughs> don't use the Tesla full self driving because it ain't. You know, and and um, here in DC, uh, there's a there's a TV uh, public service ad that's from engineers at car companies who designed these things saying basically it's aimed at congress and it's and it and it says tesla uh owners have been uh bamboozled actually using their children <laughs> oh god as as test dummies to check these out in other words that they put the kids in front of the car and they yeah. expect it they hope it stops uh, they hope it stops, and okay, most of the time it does, but... Wow, that gives me a weird, creepy feeling, and it feels like child abuse to me. Well, I would call that child abuse, but the fact is, this PSA is saying, stop uh, letting them call this full self-driving. It isn't. Now, it remains in beta testing, believe it or not. Yep. And it just went from $12,000 to $15,000, and... Basically, that's what you're paying. <laughs> you're beta testing software for fifteen thousand yeah. dollars, right? Uh, yes. So uh, don't. I mean, it, we're 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 telling you. We've studied this, especially me. I've been studying this for years, and I've been going to all of the international meetings on self-driving and the tesla system is a level three you got to get to level five before it's truly self-driving if if you believe this thing is going to work as fully self-driving you're putting yourself in danger it's that simple yeah and don't pay f you know <laughs> for a beta test but, i thought beta yeah. software was free you know you signed yeah, well, up to be part to of be. uh you signed up to be part of the beta test yeah. And it was uh, free. And then, then you get the software at the end of the test as a thank you for investing your time. That's the beta tests I've been involved with for some other uh, tests. Uh, you know, it's right. like, great. Okay, we're going to test this over a couple of months. And, and when we're done and we have the release candidate, you get it for free. These people should all get it for free, basically. Well, they should. Um, but it's such a cult, Les. It is a cult. And you just got to realize that that uh, Tesla, well, Musk, um, makes an adequate car. It makes a great rocket. Yeah, the rockets Love work. Love the rocket. Uh, but the car, you know, you, you need to look at other cars to, to see where they are. Do, it, 
Did they ever make the solar um, shingles for houses? Did they ever make those, or did that never come out? Well, somebody's making them. Um, I'm not sure if Tesla is or not. Uh, I know the Chinese are making them. You can buy them. But not solar panels. I mean, like they replace your shingles. shingles. Yeah. Solar shingles. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Well, let's move on here to the Nissan Z. This is one of the best deals out there, except if you have to go through a dealer. Uh, because uh, one dealer uh, was selling a Nissan, a 2023 Nissan Z Proto Spec. It's got a price tag of $54,915. They added, as this article (laughs) says, a useless $1,195 protection package, right? Which you know what that is. That's the can of spray. Uh, Yeah. And and so this uh, Bellevue Nissan dealer, Bellevue, Washington State, is asking uh, Mm. $129,991. We're taking offers on our proto-spec. And they say there will be 240 of them made, and we're taking offers on this. Isn't that crazy? Added dealer markup, 73881 plus that wonderful useless protection package. That's terrible. Yeah, it just... Just say no. Yeah, just walk away and just say don't don't go to that dealer. You know, don't go. Just don't go to those dealers. They're terrible. Yeah. They're ter- They're terrible. And it it you know. And here's another N- Nissan problem. And this wasn't <laughs> even a markup. Um, this happened in Puerto Rico. The Nissan dealer, and uh, there was a actually quite attractive rosewood metallic car. Uh, the one employee was hooning the car and drifting it around the parking lot. This is a brand new car. Why is he treating a brand new car like that? And why is he doing it in a parking lot? Yeah. And, well, guess what? Why is he ramming it into a Ram truck? (laughs) (laughs) He uh, slammed it into a Ram truck and completely destroyed it, deployed all the airbags, multiple panels, hood up, in in, uh, in the windshield, basically, um, I would hope that person is looking for a new line of work, right? I um, I think that person is long since uh, gone on to other things. Yeah, new special projects. But uh, I, maybe they just said they were moving the car and it got out of control. <laughs> I was moving it in the parking well, lot. Uh, it's you know how how far out of control can it get? Maybe you shouldn't be it? around cars if that's what happens if yeah. you're moving it from one parking space to another. Um, terrible. I think they should have to buy the car. Yeah, and th- and then be fired. <laughs> what do you, what do you think about that? <laughs> um, yeah, but then they couldn't earn money to buy the car. No, they can earn everything they earn. They have to work for the next however many years to work. Everything goes towards paying the car, and then the day you're paid up, you're fired. What do you think? Well, I think at least they have to take some driving lessons. Probably, I think they should be swabbing down the floor more than, uh, you know, driving new Nissan Zs. Anyway, but um, 
over at Nissan, ex- execs are saying they need more power for the Z. Um, they talked to uh, Nissan's director of advanced product planning and strategy, talked to the drive, and they were kind of saying that it needs more power. This thing is 400 horsepower, and it's not a big car. And it's really cheap. Well, yes. For that for that kind of power. Yeah, I think, what is the base price? Is it 39? 39.9. Yeah, 39.9, if you can buy it for that. <clears throat> well, yeah. But, uh, you know, f- uh, three-liter V6, twin-turbo, 400 horsepower, 350 pound of torque. Mm-hmm. That's pretty sounds pretty decent to me. That's a lot of car. Yeah. Anyway, they might be a Nismo-branded Z car as a Halo model. Who knows what they will come up with, but um, I think that's actually pretty good right now. Um, another yeah. another interesting story here. Fast and Furious fans are upset. The the new I know you're going to be right up there in the front row when this comes out. Fast X. Uh, Angelino well, Heights is a neighborhood where it all started. Uh, it's near Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles, um, and they are very upset. People are protesting it, especially because they have this growing trend in California of street takeovers where people are hanging out of their cars and spinning them around and drifting and burnouts and all that stuff. Uh, and they're very upset that this is being shot in their neighborhood, and uh they say the smell of tire smoke permeates the air, um, and they're just not having it. They're going to kind of sh- try to shut it down, the local people. They just don't well, want it there. Wouldn't wouldn't you? Apparently, they've been hitting cars and everything else, according to some people, screeching tires uh, on a nightly basis. And what has happened in that area is people come by because the house where Vin Diesel supposedly uh, – was living in the movie was actually in the neighborhood and people come and take pictures and do burnouts in front of it and all that type stuff. So they're like, we don't need to keep this Boy, concept going. <laughs> you, you know, this country is in deep trouble when, when hordes of people flock to Vin Diesel's house. <laughs> it's not even his house. It's the house to, to, to honor him. <laughs> it's not even his house. It's the house um, that he supposedly lived in, in the movie. Uh, it's too much time on their hands. Don't it's, you think? I've lost the will to live. <laughs> all, right. all right. Well, <laughs> this is just coming up, coming up. Maybe this will make you feel a little bit better. Okay, gonna, all right. You're, I'm going to have an at the wheel review of the EV6 from Kia, the GT line, not the GT. This is the GT line. Um, and uh, interesting vehicle, uh, electric vehicle, very fu- futuristic, had the uh, matte silver paint finish. And we're going to tell you all about it when we come back on Cruise Control. Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. 
And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Hello, everyone. I'm Fred Staub, and he is Les Jackson. We are glad you're along for the ride. We have an at-the-wheel review of Kia's EV6, and a great vehicle, really, really super futuristic, all-electric vehicle. It's sort of a small what would i say sort of a a small crossover i would guess uh, sort of so it's not not like a mach e no it's smaller than a mach e it ha has a hatchback um it has great room inside this is the 2022 ev gt line rear wheel drive right um okay and uh it it is not the GT, which was just revealed. This is the GT line. You know how they do that sometimes? They have the Hyundai has the N line. Right. Uh, and then, um, and then um, you know, uh, they have the N, which is the performance version. So this is sort of like the, um, the sporty but not full-out performance version. But the performance was great steel matte gray are you a, you a fan of those uh matte uh i am i am not a fan of matte finishes um i just i want shiny and you can I'm get a, this i'm a i'm a simple man for <laughs> you're a simple man okay this yeah. is a very futuristic looking vehicle the nice thing about it the storage was huge in the back kind of reminded me of the prius with the big hatch in the back and a lot of storage um, underneath that storage area, it uh, came well with a tire inflator, no, no spare. And I believe uh, that's part of the battery that lays under there. I think it's also under the floor as well. Um, very futuristic looking outside. Uh, it is a uh, small hatchback. It has the flush handles. In this model, when you unlock it, the handle pops out a little bit and then you just grab it. Um, very aerodynamic. They've gone heavy on the aerodynamics for this vehicle. And out back, there's a very cool kind of vented uh, spoiler that helps with the aero and uh, goes back over the rear glass. The rear wraparound taillights are certainly distinctive. Arching fenders in the front. Um, I think they've done a great deal with this. Some piano black styling on the uh, lower part of the vehicle to kind of break up that matte silver, uh, shiny A-pillars, uh, and just a kind of a, a sloping roof. By the way, on the inside, on the back seats, it was not a problem for headroom, uh, the way they've done this. Uh, it, <clears throat> it just happens to look really swoopy. Um, but I think Kia and Hyundai uh, and Genesis eventually uh, can kind of really become the leaders in electric vehicles. They know how to do it. They know how to put a lot of um, goodies on vehicles and just include them with goodies. This one was loaded. Uh, and the pricing is not terrible. Uh, right now, uh, I am driving a Kona Electric, which we'll review in a couple of weeks. And that that is a very fun, affordable vehicle. This is a step up from there as far as styling, futuristic styling, the wraparound rear taillights. It's a little less conventionally styled. And uh, if you're looking to make a little bit more of a statement, this is the type of vehicle you might go for without breaking the bank. 
and is from a proven manufacturer. When you hit unlock, those steering, those uh, uh, handles pop out and you grab them. Same thing for the very aerodynamic rear view mirrors. You can see the little slats there. On the inside, a real clean design, nice quality on the design. This is one of Ward's 10 best interior winners. Um, it has uh, suede seats uh, on the out back. The um, there is a good room in the rear, completely flat rear floor. Uh, even though the roof line sweeps down, you still have good, comfortable room for your head as a passenger. I like the suede seats with the um, with the stitching in there. They've done a nice job with that. And a good rear leg room, as I said, flat, flat, uh, flat floor, air conditioning vents in the uh, B pillar. Push the button to start, turn the knob to go into gear. Very simple, easy to use controls. It does have a one pedal mode, which I love. This is a cool trick. You hit the up back button and the display changes and the controls change. Out back in the back corner is the charging port. You can do high-speed charging if you want or regular 110 volt. Downside here, it does not come with a 110 volt charger as most electric cars do. I look at that as wow. like your spare tire. A little bit of storage under the electric or above the electric motor. I don't know what it's like to keep something in there. It might get pretty hot. And as I mentioned before, uh, great storage in the uh, trunk area. Hatchback. Who doesn't love a hatchback? People say they don't. Hey, I'm happy with a hatchback. Let's look at some of these uh, things that it comes with. Once again, this is the 2022 EV6 GT line rear-wheel drive auto. Uh, full driver-wise driver assist technology, forward collision avoidance assist, cyclist uh and uh, turning, uh, uh, you know, access for uh, forward collision avoidance, blind spot collision avoidance assist, rear cross traffic collision assist, parking distance warning, safe exit assist, meaning if you're getting out of the back seat, uh, you're not going to uh, you're not going to run into something or someone, uh, which is great. Um, and then um, interior, they load everything into this, just like Kia always does. Dual panoramic, 12.3 displays. The whole interior is basically two big displays. Meridian Premium Audio System. Uh, it has, uh, of course, Sirius XM. Vegan leather seating material, which is sort of a kind of a uh, Alcantara type of material. Uh, which is really nice. I thought it looked high-end, nicely stitched, 19-inch alloy wheels, LED headlamps, power-folding heated outside mirrors. Uh, it, this GT Line rear-wheel drive package features a ton of content here, including automa automatic pop-out outside door handles, GT Line exterior and interior styling, alloy pedals, augmented reality head-up display, and just a host of other things, smart cruise control with machine learning. And uh, additional up charges include the steel matte gray paint, $695, and the GT Line suede seat package for $295. The price, MSRP including uh, all of the options, $52,190. Freight is $1,215. Fifty-three thousand four oh five. It's got a three hundred and ten mile range, 
which is actually really good. It's a really good <laughs> range. Uh, for well, the, that's, you know, you can go a long way. Well, obviously 310 miles. So that's, that's more than You could than drive to Montreal or Boston or... The only hit I would say is it does not come with a 110-volt charger. We were talking That's during the break. Weird. I kind of use it like a cell phone. I top it off with a 110-volt. I have not had a charger installed, um, and I like to keep it topped off because you maybe get eight miles of range per hour of charging. You put it on overnight, and you, you pick up a fairly significant amount sure. of um, of range, and uh, you were talking you're going to get the Ford Lightning. You were thinking about charging. You know, how am I going to charge it? And you know, little by little, that's that's how I kind of keep it topped off. Um, it's kind of what I do with gas cars too. I keep my cars pretty full on well, gas because you. The Lightning, of course, is going to uh, drink a, a lot of electricity. <laughs> <laughs> so. But but there you have it, the uh, 2022 EV6 GT Line rear-wheel drive from the folks at Kia, the EV6. It's just going to get better and better and better. I think yep. we also talked about them coming out with their EV9 full-size SUV. Look for Kia and Hyundai to be leaders in the electric car, affordable electric car world. Time for me to say I'm Fred Staub. I'm Les Jackson. We're going to see you down the road. Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information.